0: On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Hour number two on a Friday. Again, thank you for hanging out with us. Austin Norman DP. Uh, I want to say I appreciate y'all because you make doing this fun. You make this uh, each day is its own little journey, and you guys are cool to hang out with. Um, We say we have the best listeners, but I say we have the best family. And I mean that. Austin, before we get into uh, the second hour of old school, let them know about the Mercado.
0: Certified Piedmontese. Every type of meat. Every type of meat. That's right. Every type of cut. Whatever you're looking for in terms of your protein needs. And more. Get it at the Mercado. 84th and Havelock. As well as 30th and Yankee Hill here in Lincoln. Uh, Fridays at the South location. They do a special lunch. Check them out on social media to figure out what that is for the week. Okay. So as we were talking
1: Uh, In hour number one, we're talking about what's going to be required for Nebraska to beat Minnesota. And it's a big part of your plan, final week, is in knowing that your play calls and your talent have to match the mission. Mm -hmm. I can't go into uh, a game not knowing how I'm going to put points on the board. How am I going to guarantee yards? How am I going to get my defense off the field? How am I going to keep my offense on the field? I've got call sheets for every down and distance that we can possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. As Matt Rule said today, we've discussed everything. Like, I'll catch him walking down the hallway, and I'll ask him, what do we do third and seven, two downs to go, final two minutes? Uh, What are we calling first player of the game? Who's our best offensive player? And we'll talk about that in the next segment as well who the best player in Nebraska is. Who is the best offensive player? Who's the best defensive player? But here's the thing I asked. How many points does Nebraska need to score against Minnesota to guarantee a win? To guarantee the win. Now, that means, regardless of anything else, no matter what could happen, Nebraska wins the game. That also speaks to what we think of Nebraska's defense more than it is what we think of them offensively. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many points, that means, how many points will Nebraska give up to Minnesota? But the question is, how many points do they need to score to guarantee a win against Minnesota? And some of you have chimed in, and I will read them all, and you will go through it. Uh, one texture says 38. 38 points. Uh, Crouch says 28. Big Bird says 24. Henry says 27. Uh, Texas Casanova says 28. Uh, 04 says 24. Lemon says 28. Hmm. 28. Okay, Austin Norman. Let's go. How many points does Nebraska have to score? To beat Minnesota,
0: to guarantee a win, like you're asking, mm-hmm. I think 35 is the number. Okay. I think Minnesota's general philosophy gives it a ceiling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've seen teams run all over Nebraska defenses in the past and put up more than that, but those are like elite all-time at their school types of runners. I don't know if Minnesota has one of those. They've can- got
1: two runners that 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 have. Both had 1,200-yard seasons.
0: That are very good, but I mm-hmm. don't think they're all-time at their school level no. good. No, Now, not that you necessarily need that, but again, I, I, I've i talked myself into and out of this defense. I'm going to talk myself into this defense mode right now, having looked at the depth chart. Mm-hmm. D-line worries me, but I, I don't hate the starting group. I, I like the linebackers. I think this is a solid enough tackling group of defensive backs from what we've seen. Um so I think Minnesota will still attempt its ball-control style. Take a play-action shot here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Minnesota cracks into the mid-30s. Okay, I, I think I, I like what Tony White can do against them. Um, again, I like the defensive personnel for Nebraska, generally speaking, even though I do still have some concerns. I don't think Nebraska puts up 35 unless there's some help from the defense or special teams involved, but I would say that 35 – would guarantee a win for Nebraska. So I asked you to do
1: a quick check and tell me how many points a game did Nebraska score last year, and how many points a game did Minnesota give up?
0: Nebraska did score more per game than Minnesota allowed, but just by a possession. 22.6 for Nebraska scored per game in 2022. Minnesota allowed 13.8.
1: Okay. Here's the trick question, though. We, we know how much they gave away. How much did Minnesota score a game last
0: year? Minnesota was just about exactly middle of the pack, scoring 66th six, uh, out of 131 teams, 28.2 points per game.
1: 28.2 versus 22.6. How many points a game did Nebraska give up last year?
0: 27.6.
1: 27.6. So the common thread says Minnesota scores 27.5 points against Nebraska. Point uh, The difference would be that Nebraska scores 17 points a game. So the numbers would say it's a 27-17 Minnesota game based on previous years.
0: Based on previous years. Based or, on previous
1: Just on last year. Mm-hmm.
0: Based on the last three years, it's a seven-point game. Uh-huh. Minnesota's this is, won the last three by touchdowns. This is what we're
1: going to do, right? So 13-20 last year. Here in Lincoln. In 2021. 30 to 23. In Minneapolis. Three years ago. Seven point loss. Here in Lincoln. Four years ago. A big huge thumping. A 27 point loss in Minnesota. Now. Through all of that. We could say that Nebraska gave up twenty, thirty, twenty-four, thirty-four points. So thirty-one. Let's work with that. Mm-hmm. That's how many points Nebraska has to has to score. The real number is thirty-four. You've got to, Nebraska's going to have to score thirty-five points to beat Minnesota to, to guarantee they beat to guarantee Minnesota, it to guarantee it. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota's looking at it and going, "Well, we only have to score twenty-four points to win." <laughs> they're only got uh, twenty four points. They're, they're not re- really bothered by it. Mm-hmm.
0: uh Big Bird, to answer your question, no. What? Kirk Charaka at Rutgers now reunited with Greg Schiano.
1: Okay, good to know.
0: Again, go back listen to the podcast. Jay's been mentioning Minnesota's two offensive coordinator system uh, that's giving him some which, which
1: is a thing that you know makes me consider. It makes me consider. Do you, uh, do you have
0: more faith in Minnesota scoring twenty four? Nebraska scoring thirty one. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't have faith in either team. Because you haven't I, seen them? I
1: haven't seen them. haven't seen them. Like, if this is week four and I have three weeks of tape to, to kind of evaluate off of, but we don't have them and we're seeing highlights and you're basing it on highlights or walkthroughs or, you know, snippets or 10, 10 minutes of open practice. Hearsay. Right. Yeah. Um. So we don't know. And that's the the reels that we don't know. I wanted your opinion. Uh, Gene and Lincoln, Gene Cotter, how you doing, bro? Said not, uh, not having any idea how good this defense uh, is going to be. I'm going to have to say 49. Hopefully that translates to 49 to nothing. But, you know, all fair. Uh, one texter says 31 points. Uh, Chubby Rhino says 38. Of course it's more points than Minnesota, but the point is how many points is that? How many points is that? Uh, a A Ron says I I think we need four TDs at least, uh, maybe a field goal too. Uh, thirty six points gets it done. I said thirty five, thirty six is 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 the thing. Uh, Cleet says thirty five minimum. Now,
0: Austin, you ready for this? Lay on me DP.
1: We we figured out the range that probably. We the most most of us agree that thirty one to thirty five points, thirty eight points, thirty one to thirty eight get you, mm-hmm. which says a lot about Minnesota's offense, and it says a lot about Nebraska's defense. <laughs> right? I, mm-hmm. We we just we we don't know, but this is how we feel right now. In order to get to thirty one points, the first thing you have to figure out is who, one what Nebraska's best play is, but in that. Who's the best player on Nebraska's offense? Text line, let us know. Austin Orman. Who is the – and and by best, remember, we're going to talk about putting points on the board. We're talking about Mm -hmm. scoring points.
0: Which makes me (laughs) reticent to pick the center, although I think he's in that conversation. I'm buying more and more into Billy Kemp, Mm -hmm. but Billy Kemp's got to be able to get the ball to do something with. Who's
1: going to score the most points for the offense?
0: The kicker. (laughs)
2: dot com and check out noom's first ever cookbook the noom kitchen for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living available to buy now wherever books are sold
0: listen if that (sighs) no the the answer is jeff Sims is going to score the most points for the team i mean the the kicker gets it with all the extra points and with all the field goals Mm. but in terms of position players in the starting 11 on offense it's jeff sims
1: so who will be the leading scorer for nebraska offensively
0: jeff sims jeff sims
1: okay text line so let's go through and do the dance who leads nebraska in score who will lead nebraska in score and i'm not sure uh who led them last year who led them last year was it let me look it up real quick was it the kicker um yeah, Lemon asks how many points did Minnesota score per game in conference play. Um yeah, that's a that that that's really good question.
0: Okay, so Casey had seventeen passing touchdowns to go along with five rushing touchdowns. So so that's 22, for twenty-two times touchdowns. six. That's hundred and thirty-two points. Uh-huh. Uh kicking, we scroll down to Timmy Bleak Road. He scored sixty-one points. So Casey more than doubled him up. <laughs> how do you feel about that Austin? <laughs> how do you feel about that <laughs> not great <laughs> really not great thanks for asking though <laughs> it, woo, it was the look on your face uh casey thompson had the second most rushing touchdowns on the team anthony grant had six casey had five uh aj allen chubba purdy jock yant all had two
1: so Dis golf Jake says, "I have faith in the defense uh, offense needs to score 21 points. Uh, Claytona John says this um, if we score more than, than 17, we win. Throw the bones <laughs> throw the bones i, I, hmm,
0: I would related.
1: I would hope that that's true. I don't know that that's true.
0: That's roulette to me. Seventeen you are points. Really buying it again. I think Tony White's going to be a great defensive coordinator. I like a lot of what he's saying and doing. Mm-hmm. Game one against a team like Minnesota with the questions I have about Nebraska. Mm-hmm. At some point, X's nose can only do so much. It comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's. Nebraska will have success on defense in moments, in spurts. So will the offense. Mm-hmm. Will the spurts turn into stretches? I <laughs> we'll see. I what I like about the three three five and the way that Tony uh
1: calls it, I think Nebraska will have its best defensive scoring output in 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 a in a decade. I think they're gonna get more pick six than they've ever had because there'll be there'll be nickel backs and dime backs in places that quarterbacks don't expect them to be. There will also be late blitz sack fumble, pick up scoop and score. Situations. That's what the three three five will do to you.
0: We know Hartsock has ball skills yeah. once he, he gets his hands on him. Yeah. Um, Omar Brown, I think, has some of that to him. Even Reimer's a good enough athlete. If he picks a fumble up, he can outrun some guys. Well,
1: I, I just think that that's, that's how they go through and, and change games, mm-hmm. is that especially against bad offensive teams, against bad offensive – and more importantly, bad quarterbacks bad quarterbacks against a 335 will make decisions because they will throw a ball to a place that in normal situations that space is open.
0: Is Calic Manis a bad quarterback?
1: Calic Manis is a different quarterback. He's he's look I and quite frankly I would put him in the same league as Jeff Sims in that they're playmaking quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're the best throwers, the most effective, most efficient, uh, not maybe not the best runners, but the best combination of all the things that are required to do, the unfortunate part for both of them is that they don't have the best talent around them. Mm-hmm. If you were to put Jeff Sims on Ohio State's team, they're still Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's still a double-digit team, right? Same for Michigan. Um, you know, <laughs> because one, they're asked to do less, and they're asked they're allowed to do more of what they're good at. Like you. <laughs> You understand that C.J. Stroud, and you watched him in that championship game, and he he pulled things out of the bag that he hadn't pulled out before because they were necessary. They took, care of the, they took away the things that he did well, and he had to become a different version of himself. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what happened. Michigan struggled when their quarterback could not go into his bag and do all the things that were different that people hadn't seen. Look, Alabama took, I don't know, a Pro Bowl quarterback – took him out of the game at halftime and put in a dude who nobody had prepared for (laughs) Mm -hmm. to do the things that he does well.
0: I'm just not sure. Well, we saw that in a smaller magnitude game last year with Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Nebraska hadn't prepared for Cali Akmanis on the move. Morgan I think had the more accurate arm but Kalic Manis had the bigger arm. They burned Nebraska <laughs> deep a couple times.
1: I I still la- I chuckle every time I hear somebody say Morgan was was accurate.
0: Well, I said more accurate. No oh, yeah. I you said
1: accurate. <laughs> Using the word accurate and, and 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 Morgan, he boy, he made some throws. They were bad. Bro, he made some throws. Do, do, you, do you ever just pull up the Minnesota Bowling Green game? Oh man. It 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 was horrible. <laughs> It was horrible. So, I here's the thing when we ask about what the, who, the, who the best player who's going to lead this team and score. Now, Drew Carr says Gabe Irvin says uh, if he can be the best on the field, uh, Nebraska wins. If 100%. If Gabe Irvin is the best player on the field, Nebraska is going to be in control of every game they play. Mm-hmm. I think the same could be said for Jeff Sims. If Jeff Sims is the best player on the field, Nebraska will win the majority of their games, because remember what you're saying. He's going to be the best player against Colorado. He'll be the best player. He could be the best player against Minnesota. Like we're not, we're not, we're not going to be totally surprised on Friday morning if we have to report that Jeff Sims is the best player on the field,
0: not just the best Nebraska player on the field, the best
1: player on the of field. of
0: the 22 that are on the field. Uh huh. Jeff Sims is number one out of those 22 at that time.
1: So how many Huskers? listed on the depth chart at one are, are are capable of being the best player on the field thursday night how many of those players jeff sims if jeff sims is nebraska wins if gabe Irvin is nebraska
0: wins if billy kemp is nebraska has a shot but might be in trouble
1: if he's the best player nebraska scoring points
0: If Billy Kemp is the best player on the field, we might have a Nebraska-Purdue from last year situation. Because Trey was the best player in that game. Okay. Unguardable. Can anybody else on Nebraska's team be the best player on the field that night? Can we flip it over to defense, too, or sticking with offense? Let's
1: start with offense. Um, Is there anybody else on offense who could end up being like, come Friday
0: morning, we, we, we turn on the microphones and say, the best player on the field was... Maybe Anthony Grant wakes up pissed off, as Trey Palmer would say.
1: Yeah. No. Other
0: than that, no. That's right. Okay.
1: Uh, let's flip it then. Defensive side of the ball. Who is
0: capable of being the best player on the field Thursday? Uh, okay. So I'm going to start in the defensive backfield, work okay. way forward. Okay. The cornerbacks, I like. I like Newsom matching up against Otman Bell. I think that's going to be a good battle. Mm-hmm. I don't think Minnesota uses that as its fastball. So I don't okay. think Quint Newsom or Malcolm Archite can be the best player on the field just in terms of what they're going to be asked to do. Okay. Safeties might have big moments against play action, but I don't know if that makes them the best players on the field. Okay. This is a front seven game for Nebraska, front six game, I suppose, in the three three five. MJ Sherman, I like. He's got to prove he can be the best player on the field. I think we're giving him a lot of credit for having attended Georgia, but he's got to prove that it was just a matter of playing time. Henrich and Reimer will pick up numbers. They'll put up stats. Can they dominate and take over a game by living in Minnesota's backfield, stopping guys for a gain of one or two instead of after four or five? We'll see. And then the whole defensive line has to step up. Maybe Cam Lenhart, you know, comes out with his hair on fire and is an absolute wrecking ball revelation game one. Potentially, but I'm not going to bet on it against a veteran offensive line. Mm -hmm. Ty Robinson, got to prove it. Nash Hutmacher, got to prove it.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> Oh this is <laughs> disgusting. Austin is bathing in the in the rule Kool-Aid.
0: <laughs> oh no, he says he's bathing in the rule aid and I'm being judgy oh, he's ba- by calling him out for Well I,
1: I think it, look, this is this is fun to me because again the best being the best player of fear if you said to me like I would have thought the first person the first name you said was Luke Reimers. I thought that would, would be the first name. The player who could end up having the b- biggest impact on the game is Ty Robinson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's It's Ty Robinson. Could. Could. And if he doesn't, oh boy. Oh boy. So then I ask you, Austin, you'll give the answer when we come back from break. Austin, who will be the most important? What player will have the biggest impact on the outcome of Nebraska-Minnesota? What Nebraska player will have the biggest impact, negative or positive, on the outcome versus Minnesota? Austin will give us his answer when we come back to Old
0: School. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with D.P. and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat.